Do you desire to turn your passion into income? Connect with other creative souls who also dance to the beat of their own drum? I'm Marie Nicole and I'm devoted to combining beauty, uniqueness and connection in everyday living experiences. As a creative professional and Dharma coach, I help people connect to the truth of who they are and facilitate them in embodying their uniqueness. It is my hope in this podcast that I inspire you to live your life on your terms and earn your income through being uniquely you. After all, it's the unique thread that we each contribute to the collective tapestry that creates the whole. How does being you serve the collective? When you choose to do what truly makes you feel good, what makes you feel good inside yourself, you carry that energy field out into all of your interactions with other people and that activates them into feeling good too. In the same way that when you walk around carrying a weight of disappointment, dissatisfaction and regret, that energy also affects those you come in contact with. When you're in that state, it can be tempting to just hide yourself away and avoid spreading your low vibe onto others. But if you don't shift yourself out of that feeling, then you end up isolating yourself and you end up amplifying that energy in your field. Hiding away means you're not drawing from the high vibes of others while you're sitting in your own low vibe. Instead, we can choose to do what elevates our energy like I shared in episode 12 on emotional regulation. Or by being intentional about who we interact with, choosing to spend time with those who we know help shift our energy and our mood. They invigorate us. So we too can be transmitters of high vibes and take that positive effect and spread it out amongst others. So what does this have to do with being yourself? If we connect to ourselves, the essence of who we are, and operate from that place rather than from a place of doing what we think we should be doing, being who we think we should be, then we are naturally going to emit high vibes because it feels good to be who we are naturally and it's so draining to be something that we're not in order to meet the expectations of others. If you have to drag yourself out of bed every day to do work that sucks the life out of your soul, then how can you expect to feel good about yourself and spread invigorating energy. It matters what we do to earn our living. Not only does it affect us, it affects our families, our friends, the people we commute with, the people around us in the supermarket queue. When you're feeling low on the inside, it resonates on the outside of us. So when you go to the supermarket and you're triggered by that person who's oblivious to you and just cuts you off and steps in front of you in the queue, Your reaction to that may not necessarily be an outburst of frustration, but it'll certainly ripple through your body when you mumble under your breath words of angst. And then that energy will emanate from you. But think about how that same scenario would affect you if you've just spent the day doing something that makes you feel really good, makes you feel connected to the essence of who you are, like you're stepping into your purpose. Then if that person cuts you off, in their oblivious state, you'll just let it wash over you like water off a duck's back because nothing as small as that can affect your good mood. Our unique gifts and talents are ours for a reason. 
We're here to complete the collective puzzle with our unique piece. And our unique thread contributes to the collective tapestry, just like our unique splash of colour contributes to the collective artwork. If all the components of the jigsaw puzzle were the same, or the thread in the tapestry were the same, and every paint colour in an artwork were the same, there would be no texture, tone, contrast, or distinguishing features that creates the visual story. The same can be said for how us being ourselves, doing what's unique to us to earn our living, doing business to the beat of our own drum, contributes to the collective. Yes, you may be doing something that others enjoy doing as a hobby, and that does not take away from the value of what you do as a business owner. As I mentioned in episode 11, Standing Behind Your Pricing, in order to be a professional, you have to invest in yourself, your craft, your skills, your knowledge as a business owner at a level that someone doing a hobby just doesn't need to. Doing something as a hobby can mean that you can set aside a project and just not come back to it for weeks, months, even years. And there's nothing wrong with that. But as a business owner, you need to find ways to sustain momentum. Keep showing up, even on those days that you really don't feel like it. So keeping your vibe regulated is even more important when you're relying on what you do to earn your living. And add to that fact that when you're being uniquely you, in service of the collective, there is really no replacing you. There's not going to be a job description or a set of credentials that anyone else could have to replace you if you were to exit stage left. While someone else may be able to fill the gap with their own unique take, there will never be another you with your unique set of life experiences. So embrace the fact that you are uniquely you for a reason. If someone else in your field creates work using a system that works for them but doesn't necessarily work for you, it doesn't make them right and you wrong. It's just different. An example of this from my journey is when I first started my artisanal business, I would create seasonal collections and theme them around the season. I would release a new collection based on that season and that made sense for me. But another maker I knew would just create one-offs and share them as they were made and as they were completed. So just because my work was only available in batches and another was available on tap doesn't mean that either one of us was right or wrong. We were just creating in a way that worked for us individually. Some people need deadlines to work towards in order to create enough work to meet their financial goals. Others need freedom to just create and share as each piece unfolds. Maybe they have a regular market stall and they're at the same market every week so people know where to find them week to week. While the other creates an event around each release and launches new works only at a certain number of times of the year. At the end of the year, they may end up taking in equal amounts of revenue but approach it in different ways. If they also share a similar target audience, then the fact that one is available on tap can be perfect for when someone is in need of a gift and they know exactly where to find that maker week to week. But then they might, that same customer might also enjoy the excitement and anticipation around a launch and a release event that the other maker offers, which creates a different experience for the same customer to enjoy across the year. So knowing who you are, how you work best and what elevates you, not only serves you better, it also filters out into your family, 
community and customers experience too. Which is why being you serves the collective better than trying to be who you think you should be. Thank you so much for your time. I know how valuable it is and I hope you got value out of listening to this podcast. If you are looking for a coach to support and guide you through your own unique journey of creating a life you love, then reach out for a connection call. And if you'd like to connect with other creative souls in person by joining us at a workshop, a retreat, or to book a unique um, shopping experience here at Creators Nest, I run those by appointment. So check out the website for more details. The link is in the show notes. Oh, and please leave a review. I'd love to hear any insights or inspirations that were activated in you from this podcast. And I look forward to drumming, dancing, or soaring alongside of you 